Welcome to Food Safety University. And on this week's podcast, we are continuing our Money Mindset for Food Business CEOs series. And we are talking about what problem are you solving? This is actually step two in the six step process. Grab your pen and paper and let's get her done. Welcome to the Food Safety University podcast presented by Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele of Dirigo Food Safety. Tune in to learn food safety in plain English. We will break down the ins and outs of the food code, HACCP plans, you name it. We make food safety simple, easy, and even fun. Now here is your host, Dr. P. Hello, my friends. It is another amazing week here on the podcast, and I cannot believe how fast the summer is flying and everything that is going. Uh, like so much that is changing and growing in the business this summer, how much I am changing and growing. And it is amazing. Um, and I wanted to announce a couple of uh, a couple of changes. By the time you have heard this, you will probably have noticed that David's podcast stopped. We're going to discontinue those uh, for right now because of some other things that are going on. Everything's great, um, but you can catch him over on uh, his Meat Block podcast um, and um, at a Farm Butcher um, over on Instagram. So you can uh, you can check him out over there. Meanwhile, uh, back at the Bat Cave, we've got lots of great stuff uh, going on over here. I'm super excited about the momentum that Food Safety University has. If you have not gone to go check it out, go find us at dirigofoodsafety.com and um, go like, you know, like book a call to talk to us if you know Food Safety University is the next right step for you. It's the like one place on the internet where you can get HACCP training and plant management training and preventive controls training and all of like the documentation <laughs> that you need to actually make things work for you. So I'm super excited about it. We got lots of great people coming on in and um, we have lots and lots of fun. Uh, for those of you who are in Food Safety University, um, I normally do um, office hours on Wednesdays, um, the second and fourth Wednesdays. Sometimes we change that up. Um, and so by the time you hear this, you will have noticed we did office hours on the first and third um, Wednesdays instead of the second and fourth. Um, I think we're going back to the second and fourth for August. But of course, office hours are always, um, those are always saved um, and you can access them in the website. Always, uh, if you need it, holler with any questions. Um, you can either ask in the website or you can send an email. Anybody can send an, e an email um, if you want to book a call um, to info at dirigofoodsafety.com. So that's what um, that's what we are talking about uh, uh, around here in terms of growth and change in the uh, company. I am in the middle of reading Chris Gardner's book, The Pursuit of Happiness, um, which I find to be absolutely, completely fascinating. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, you know, leaders are readers in the words of Warren Buffett. And I very much believe uh, in that. 
So I've got lots of books that I am reading this summer, but that one's probably the one that is the most applicable um, to being flexible in how you go about your day and how you go about your world and creating who uh, the universe is calling you to be. So, and it's not a very difficult read. He's an interesting guy. Um, Will Smith played him in the movie and the book is as you might imagine, a little more nuanced than the movie. <laughs> so, um, so that's some of the stuff that's, uh, that's going on, uh, that's going on around here. So today's topic I'm super excited about, of course, I'm super excited about all the topics around here because I love podcasting. Um, and today we are continuing our money mindset for food business uh, CEOs, and we are talking about what problem you are solving. Okay. And this is something that you would think when it comes to money would be really super obvious, but I promise you it is really super not obvious. And the reason for that is because, um, if, unless you've gotten that team together and decided what problems you are solving, um, you're not, I mean, it sounds really facile to say like, you know, like kind of super easy, but unless you decide what problems you're solving, y'all aren't going to be solving the problems that you need to be solving. Okay. What is that? What do I mean by that? Well, as the second step in our process, after putting together your money team, all y'all are going to get together and decide what problems need solving. Okay. And so those are the, you know, I'm like talking about the core members of the, of the team, you know, somebody, um, you've got to, you've got to be able to trust your money team as we indicated last week. Um, and what that looks like uh, is that you've got to be able to show uh, people the numbers, okay? Numbers are neutral. One of the things that we are going to start talking about in this Money Mindset panel or in this Money Mindset series is um, that, that money is completely neutral. And we're starting that conversation today. And that conversation can be incredibly difficult for people because this is not something we are taught um, this is not something that is culturally accepted among most people. We think money is anything but neutral. We make money mean a whole lot of different things. Okay. The number in our bank account means an awful lot about who we are um, and how lovable we are. The number we have that we owe to the credit cards or the bank or whatever can mean an awful lot about who we, who we are and, and, and what we, what, how we approach the world. So, um, we're here to change that this summer. Okay. For most people, it is not going to change uh, on a dime as it were, no pun intended, but it is absolutely changeable. Okay. And so when you look at your own money mindset and we look, and when you look at the money mindset of your facility, yeah. Okay. And you look at your money team, You've got to make sure everybody's boat is pointed in the same direction and that we're all going in the same in the same direction. Okay. Because you know as well as I do, if you have somebody who comes to everything um with a different money mindset than you do, that's how marriages are ruined. That's how business partnerships are ruined. That's how um that's how life gets very, very complicated. You cannot figure out what problem you are solving unless you have transparency, okay? Unless you are willing to say, these are the numbers, 
They are neutral. They don't mean anything about me. They don't mean anything about my company. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results, okay? There is zero things in your past that determine what you do tomorrow should you decide to change your mind about your money mindset, okay? This is a beautiful gift because it puts you in complete control over what you're going to do today and what you're going to do tomorrow, all right? And so, that gets to a lot of what we're going to decide when we decide what problem we are solving. All right. When we start approaching money from the idea that money is neutral, it will bring up a lot of stuff for you. Okay. It brought up a lot of stuff for me. I thought, you know, the success or failure of my business um, was um, an indicator of who I was as a person. And that's just flat not true. Um, it has nothing to do with who I am as a person. And, you know, it has things to do with how creatively I can solve problems, how tenacious I am. Um, and all of those things, all of, you know, my ability to put one foot in front of the other and persist, um, those are those are optional properties of my um, personality that I've chosen to cultivate in the same way other people choose other things to cultivate. <laughs> okay. Um, I was actually talking with my bookkeeper the other day and I'm like, you know, sometimes I think my persistence might actually not serve me as well as I think that it serves me. <laughs> I'm one of those people who, um, will, will, ch I mean, I will, I will chase anything down into the ground. Um, and if I decide it's a goal and I'm going to go for it and I've had, you know, and I've, and I've done a lot of great work on that, but it's the same thing with money and money goals and things like that. And the question is, is when you decide, when you, when you're looking at what problems you are solving, we are always going to look at it from the perspective of what results are we trying to create and who are we trying to be? Um, okay. Um, and because I have no doubt because all of my clients do this, um, I have no doubt that you can create results um, from lots of really hard and terrorizing energy. And we've talked a lot about that on the podcast recently. Um, my invitation to you is to not do that with your money. <laughs> um, that's an issue uh, because it's not going to make it any fun to be at work. It's not going to make it any fun um, to get money, to have money, to go claim the money that is theirs for you in the universe, there for you in the universe, um, because you're coming at it from such a negative mindset. So if we are looking at the results that you are trying to create, that's how we start identifying what problem are you solving? What results are you trying to create? Now we're talking about money. So I'm not going to lie. Most of the results are in wealth when we talk about health, wealth, and community, but they don't all have to be in wealth. You know, good mental mindset around money and an abundance mindset around the, about the world we live in is a health result of money work. It's a fun health result of money work. Okay. So that's one thing to keep in mind. The next thing to keep in mind is, is that, um, when you're looking at wealth results and you're looking at your profit and loss, any one of those things on your PL can be a problem that you're solving for. 
Okay. It doesn't, you know, you can solve for, you know, labor cost per hour, you know, which is a derivative of, of, of what's on your PL, right? Um, you can solve for inventory cost. You can solve for overhead cost. You can, I mean, there are a million things for you to solve for, but the question is, is what results are you trying to create? Are you, and, and I want you to zoom out and, and think broadly, are you trying to create more revenue are you trying to create fewer costs? Are you trying to create more profit? I am always on the side of creating more profit because depending on what your exit plan is, you can pretty much have any exit plan you want if you're profitable, <laughs> okay? If you're not profitable, it is awfully hard to convince anybody to take uh to, to come by your business and you've got to look at profitability from the perspective of the people who are buying you if you're profitable because you don't pay yourself anything you are not an attractive buy candidate <laughs> okay if you are profitable and you do pay yourself except you as the owner work 80 hours a week also not um, a particularly attractive buy candidate. And how do I know this is because I do this work with the private equity people. Like they hire me, they send me out, you know, I suppose this was in the before times because nobody's doing this right now, but um, they send me out to um, uh, plants um, and I talk to people and I talk to people about their manufacturing mindset, their money mindset. Um, and it's all part of the picture all part of the picture. And so it's incredibly important to understand that you're not just going for revenue. Um, this is not tech. Okay. Um, I know in tech, we can all pretend that if nobody makes any money, it's fine. Um, or if the businesses don't make a profit, it's fine. It is not fine, not in tech and it doesn't even happen in food. So it's barely worth mentioning. Um, and, and I don't know that, you know, running at a loss for a really, really long time in the hopes that somebody's going to buy you is a, viable problem to uh, create is to so that you're a good buyout candidate. So I don't recommend that. What I do recommend is slowly but surely the everydayness of solving for the problem of profit. Profit solves a lot of problems in your life. Okay. You can always do more with more profit. And what does solving for profit look like? Well, it looks like getting yourself more customers. Okay. It looks like making sure that you understand all the costs that are associated with your business. It looks like, um, looking at your P and L and making sure that your P and L, um, is doing what you want it to do. And it looks like every day asking yourself, what is the next profit making thing I can do to drive me forward. Okay. Most of the time, the answer to that question is not doom scrolling on Instagram. It's going out and having those hard conversations, right? It's going out and finding out from your people what um, could go better. It's, it's going out and, and taking those things that are hanging on your heart and solving for those, you know, the conversations you don't want to have, the equipment you don't want to deal with, the um, supply chain issues that are just naughty and thorny, okay? 
All of those things have a direct and measurable impact on your profit. And I want you to start solving for those. Get together with your money team and decide to solve for those. And then that will show you all the places in your money mindset um, that things are going to, things are going awry because um, that just happens, right? And then we just get in there and we fix it. So if you are feeling behind, if you are feeling like, oh my God, I don't know where all the profit's coming from, or I don't even know what the profit is, guys, get in touch with me. I work with some really, really good people, some of whom you've heard here on the podcast, like Kitchen Table Consultants. And for really reasonable amounts of money, considering how much they help your business, um, we can start talking about getting your books square. Um, And the relief that comes with getting your books square is no joke. (laughs) Absolutely no joke. Um, And I want you to have, I want you to have access to that relief. Okay. So we're pretty easy to get in touch with. You know, you can always drop a drop a line to info at dirigofoodsafety.com or come find me on LinkedIn. Pretty obvious uh, over there on LinkedIn. Um, and I'd love to I'd love to hear from you if that's uh, if that's your issue. So go. You know, now that you've put together your money team, I want you to really think deeply about what problem um, you are going to solve with um, with that money team. Okay. And there are a couple of different ways um, that a couple of different exercises to think about when you think about that. Okay. So the first thing is, is that if you close your eyes, okay, and took a deep breath and wished that um, you could solve any one problem with money and figure out what that problem would be. Okay. And then figure out how to solve it. So that is one of the things, um, that is one of the things to solve for. Okay. Um, the next thing that you could do is you could start thinking, all right. And practice thinking. One of the best ways to improve your money mindset is to practice intentional, good thinking. Okay. And what if you started practicing the thought, I am an excellent steward of money. I want you to take a deep breath and decide and figure out where in your body you feel that thought, I am an excellent steward of money, right? And you may not be there right now. You may only be at like, I'm an excellent steward of money. And you think that like 20% of the time. That's totally amazing. Just start there. Just start there, right? And be an excellent steward of money. 20% 20% of the time. <laughs> That's totally fine, right? Because you're going to start you're going to start somewhere and then you're going to take that excellent stewardship of money and every day you're going to get a little bit better at it. So, and a little bit better at it and a little bit better at it and you are going to build the habit and then one day you are going to wake up and you're going to be like, "Huh, I bet you like like 40% of the time, I feel like I'm an excellent steward of money. That's pretty interesting, right? And then you're just going to keep building the habit. And as time passes, you're going to figure out uh, at some point, you're like, yeah, well, more than 80% of the time, I really am a good steward of my money. I show up to my money and I understand what problems I'm solving with my money. And that's really amazing. And that's what it looks like to decide um, what problem what problem to solve, uh, okay? Because solving your money problems 
mostly happens in between your ears, <laughs> as does most things that we talk about here on the podcast. All right. So that's what we've got for you this week. Um, tune in next week and we are going um, to talk about actual like nuts and bolts, money management. Um, I am going to, if you are confused about profit and losses and budget sheets and all of that good sort of stuff, balance it. But, and, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you about how I go and solve um, all of this sort of stuff and um, what mindset um, is going to be the very most helpful. We've started all of that work here um, and we'll continue it next week. All right. Have a great week, everybody. I love you all and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button and check us out at foodsafetyuniversity.com. We have free food safety guides waiting for you. See you next time.